Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around and talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters, and also the show where we're like really glad to see an episode about someone dealing with ableism because of the shit that we had the last four episodes in a row. God. It's like, oh my god, a fresh air, a- another horrible problem to deal with. <laughs> At least it's a different one from the one we've been talking about the last four episodes. I mean, it, although the it, trade-off is, it's not the only shitty thing in this one. Yeah, you, we'll talk about it, but yeah, I kept going like, man, they handled this actually okay. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk. Oh, about Oh, that's that. right. It's Power Rangers. I yeah. forgot. Right, yeah. right, right. Oh, uh, so I'm Zach. Joining me this week, we've got Mike. Hi, hello. And also, we've got Luke. It's a me. It's a Mew, Lucio, Lucario. Yep. Lucio? That's it. Nope. No, he's Lucario. You're a Pokemon now. Sorry. Uh, oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> what Pokemon would you uh, least like to be, Luke? Oh, boy. Let's think here. <laughs> I don't think I'd have too much fun being a, being a Timpole. Uh, what is that? <laughs> oh, it's the, it's the little, like... Tadpole that looks like a sperm guy. You, I wouldn't want to be a fish Pokemon. Pretty much any of them. Maybe yeah. Gyarados. That'd be all right, I guess. Sure. You, you would have had to be a Magikarp to get that, though. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. And also, as far as I know, there's very little evidence to suggest that Gyarados is capable of closing its mouth. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a joke in the new uh, Mortal Kombat where Baraka the scary monster man who doesn't have lips uh, says a word with the, with the letter P in it. And then yeah. the opposing character asks him how he did that. And it made me laugh really hard. <laughs> <laughs> now here's the thing. Now I'm going to say something a little controversial here. Uh huh. A good Pokemon to be would be Mr. Mime. Well, yeah. Cause he's got like, <laughs> li- he's got thumbs, right? Like- you basically just have a human body shape and yeah, you, I would hate how I look in the mirror, but that's true already. But also, <laughs> like, you could 
like bring concepts into reality by pantomiming them. Yeah, because uh-huh. that's the fucking thing with Mister Mime. Like when he mimes that there's a wall in front of him, that there wall is, is one. there. Yeah. yeah, and that's pretty good. I mean, like the thing is, even if you're RCS, you don't have thumbs. Exactly. Like, you can do stuff other ways, which is cool. But I, mean, I would have to assume Arceus has some kind of telekinesis. I don't know if that's sure, ever been that's, shown. That's fair. I mean, I mean it seems yeah. like he could kind of do whatever. But yes, yeah. Yeah, Arceus is just is just God, so like that yeah. wouldn't be a too bad one to be. Yeah, I feel like if you're going for like what's the worst Pokemon to be, it's really any one of them that's just an inanimate object. I like uh probably close to ten years ago now, me and some friends had the dumb idea to watch just a whole bunch of Pokemon movies. Okay. Um, which, boy, those dip in quality fast. Which, like, the first one's not good. It's fun. The first but one's okay. The second it's one's okay. okay. Yeah. Third one, mm, you're starting to lose it. Fourth one, ooh, animation budget's going away a little. I think the fifth one is the one with uh, Lashios and Lashios, and oh, it's gone now. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I love Chingling, but I wouldn't want to be Chingling. Exactly. You're, yeah. you're I probably correct, wouldn't want to be a Porygon. I don't know what its deal is. Right. Porygon no. doesn't just not have thumbs. It doesn't have kind of anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's like an internet creature, I think, which that seems like a hell existence. Yeah, it's, it's a digitally created Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, but no, the reason I brought up the movies is because there was there was one from, like, Generation 4, because the thing with that one is Dialga and Palkia are, like, the gods of time and space in Pokemon. Right. I remember them, okay. And that movie is, it's this weird, like, send-up of a Lovecraft story, where, like, it opens with just Dialga and Palkia fighting in a void, and, like, the pearl on Palkia's, like, chest where it gets slightly chipped... And then the entire show is about how, like, space is collapsing because Palkia got minorly injured. That's oh, weird and kind of sounds interesting, but I'm going to guess it's not worth watching. Not like, really. They, don't, they like, don't really... Yeah. Pokemon kind of doesn't deal with the ramifications of, like, they introduce these Pokemon that are literally gods, but a child can catch them. Yeah. And, and bend them to their will. Right. I so, think... I think what they've tried to imply is that the the godlike Pokemon look at your youthful uh, spirit, and you're you're just you're just such a spunky teen that they're uh, they just want to hang out with you for a while, and they're allowing themselves to be captured to do that. There's like, oh, okay. this is a cool teen. I want to go smoke behind the school with them. <laughs> okay, that's that's cool. Enough. Remember how everyone was absolutely fucking shitting themselves about the change in art direction for like Sun and Moon. Uh, yeah. That anime, and they're like, "Oh God, they're making it all cartoony and blobby, and it looks less like regular, real ass anime. It's going to be terrible." And it's like, no, it's, the first time yeah. in ever that the show's gotten a really positive critical reception. Yeah. Okay, so that's Pokemon. Uh, why don't we talk? Uh, I'm so about- glad we came here to do this uh, six minute Pokemon podcast, and we can all go home now. <laughs> so now let's talk about some things. <laughs> Talking about things. I want to preface this talking about things. What, like a segment. Klefki or yeah, like a Klefki. God, I fucking love Klefki so much. So good. <laughs> so anyway, people uh, don't appreciate Klefki. 
No, it's a set of keys. It's a Pokemon. That's yeah. so stupid. I love it. <laughs> that you know what? I I until just now I didn't know what a fucking Klefki was, but I'm 100 percent on board. Klefki Defense Force. Let's yeah, go. It's Hell literally yes. a ring of keys with a face on it, and that's a Pokemon. Yeah, but I the love face it. is just like a keyhole. Yeah, it's great. So anyway, um, uh, let's talk about some things, and I want to, like I said, real quick disclaimer. Uh, this is all stuff that is like going on through social media and Reddit and stuff like that. So it's all just I have no like inside information. It's just things from Googling. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't I can't say more than that. But I want to talk really quickly. Um, if you don't follow like the Power Rangers community, um, there's this guy named Jason Bischoff. And for the last kind of a while, he's been the like community manager but also like kind of a brand ambassador in total uh for power rangers i know he was in uh he was like instrumental in getting that power rangers justice league thing going like mm-hmm. the the comic they did he was so he would like reach out to other other companies uh on behalf of power rangers he also um was really involved in fan community and stuff like that uh always like uh you you whenever you would see there would be like a big comic con or something you would see him posing with a, a bunch of the different like power rangers youtubers and stuff like that people with sure. podcasts so um he was pretty well liked in the community uh he also made the transition um when ha- hasbro bought power rangers uh and everybody kind of figured that was that unfortunately he recently was laid off uh, by, yeah. well, so the way it's phrased in his, from his tweet is due to restructuring, um, March 29th was the last day uh, that he was uh, with Power Rangers, so he is no longer uh, no longer working there. Um, the other, the thing I wanted to note is, like I said, people in the community seem to really like him. Uh, if you go on Twitter, there is a hashtag Ranger Nation for Jason, where you can find a bunch of uh, people in the community talking about like cool things that he did, either for the community or for them. And it's it's very sweet and very sad. Um, but the other thing I wanted to mention is uh, after after this happened, he put up uh, for auction um, the Master Morpher. Uh, prop from the anniversary episode if you haven't seen it it's basically tommy comes back and he has this special morpher that allows him to morph into the green ranger the white ranger like anything he's ever been basically Uh um and they gave him that prop and he is uh auctioned it off uh with half of the the proceeds going to make a wish and half of the proceeds going to uh, various different fan sites, uh, like Power Rangers fan sites that he's uh, friendly with, um, which is a, a pretty neat thing to do. Yeah. Uh, by the time you hear this, uh, that will be over. Um, but as of right now, the current bid is 300 bucks, and it went up this morning, so I'd imagine it'll get to something fairly substantial by the time that ends. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Um, I don't know him personally, obviously, but I have seen... Uh, stuff he's been in, and I've seen people like again. If you follow the Power Rangers community at all, you'll know that Twitter's like Power Rangers now, and uh, like Toku Chris and people like that all giving a big outpouring of of support. So that sucks. Um, it's yeah. a reminder that like it's corporations, people. So like, <laughs> yeah, try not to get uh, 
it's it's one of those things that's even tougher when it's like this is a corporation that is selling to you the idea of being a hero and supporting your friends and also uh this guy no longer fits into our organization goodbye so it's like yeah it's yeah. it sucks i feel um, like anybody who was working for saban who's like still connected to power rangers via the you know like it, like they're they're still sticking around while the restructuring happens. They're basically on borrowed time. Let's be real. Yeah, it's it's well they did. I don't have the number, but like the day it happened, they announced a bit a fairly big number of people were being let go, and I think a lot of people assumed that was kind of the the lion's share right. of it, which maybe it it was. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, so for this to come like almost a year after that acquisition, uh, bummer. So. Yeah, that's the things I had to talk about. It's kind of a downer. I apologize uh, for that. Now, Luke, they announced a really big lady is going to be in Mortal Kombat. How many people have told you about it today? So far, three. (laughs) It's going to be higher than that. Well, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. So does she actually like fight big or does she like just get big for her super move? Like what's her fatality, I think. Also, I do want to just say real quick. The as you were teeing up this dumb crap, <laughs> my girlfriend DM'd me and said, "Hey, I don't. I know you don't like Minecraft. Maybe you'd like this better. And it's something called Microcraft. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just feeling very attacked right now. Luke, can uh, uh, can you can you DM whatever that is to me? <laughs> it's just like knockoff Legos. I love There's you, some buddy. minions on the cover. I just I needed a oh, cheap Jesus. laugh to get myself out of the sads. No, it's she's like a I mean, nature it, it, lady. It's, it's it's making up for when we had like uh, just uh, the last time you were on. We had that fucking tiny Adam teed up and ready to go. <laughs> but then Zach had like then, a, had I? a fucking mental breakdown and started talking about milk. Oh, yeah. so that was that episode. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah right. that was the, the episode milk. where that was going to be the thing, and then something happened to me, and then I don't, and then I. <sighs> didn't know where i was uh oh, but you, yeah, knew, so. you knew exactly what you did i'm not uh, no <laughs> you don't you don't get out of that one that easy <laughs> so uh so yeah she's like a big nature lady and her fatality is she although honestly luke i i'm teasing you but she gets like bigger than earth which yeah. i don't think is your thing i think no, that's no, too that's big some people's thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> that seems like maybe too much yeah so uh yeah so there you go all right, let's talk about there are, this There episode. are definitely people out there for whom that is not too much. Oh, I will absolutely. say that. Yeah. There's people that are like, oh, that's that's all? Honestly, getting a little deeper into audio entropy lore, it mostly just made me laugh because she's also a plant lady at the right. same time. Yeah. And that's why I, th- I thought it was funny. <laughs> well, shit. Sure. So, Has anybody added Molly? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. So anyway, let's talk about Power Rangers Zeo Season 1, Episode 22, Trust in Me. Uh, and we open the we, Boston we op- Skull subplot in this episode is pretty funny, and then it d- kills it at the end. Uh, yeah, the end is very bad, but like the vast majority of this, and this is probably the m- most frequently we've come back to the Bulkan Skull subplot in a very long time. Like this is a really long running bit, uh, but we actually open with Lieutenant Stone looking through some bushes, and he's trying to find Bulk and Skull. And the the basic conceit of their plot is Bulk and Skull are taking an undercover cop test. Uh, Which, as we all know about undercover cops, they have to, like, hide in 
hot dog carts question mark i don't ex- super understand yeah, that so, so like undercover police work is uh it basically involves pretending to be someone else and like infiltrating a group it's not it's not fucking hitman it's not putting on a disguise <laughs> and making it so that someone like loses track of you maybe not well, for you it's not <laughs> so the thing is like it's not like he so, based on what Lieutenant Stone says, it's not like their test is get inside somewhere without being spotted. It's literally just dress up as whatever and I'm going to try to find you. Is the They're test. playing hide and seek with Lieutenant Stone yeah. throughout this whole thing. And the first... Uh, co- I mean, the reason this is fun is because they're just in a bunch of costumes. And the first one is... Uh, Bulk dressed up as a hot dog man, which of course means he has a big, ridiculous mustache. Uh, and he opened a small child comes up to his hot dog cart. Uh, he asks for a hot dog, and this child needs better, like, perception checks or, or like, spatial awareness because. The hot dog cart opens and a hand comes out of it holding a hot dog. He's like, oh boy, a hot dog, and asks no further questions. No, that's about how hot dogs work on me. (laughs) Yeah. I see a hot dog. I'm not asking questions. I'm eating a hot dog. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing is the moment you decide you're going to eat a hot dog, you no longer care. You know, when I went to New York, it it definitely was that because it was like, I know that I shouldn't do this, but I want it. So I'm gonna. <laughs> so I kind of get it. But yeah, he he takes his hot dog and then walks away. And uh, we see Bulk look into the, the hot dog cart. And um, apparently as part of the undercover uh, sting operation, Skull is just shoved in there. Uh, and they have like, they put, I think they just put a shoe on one of his hands to make it look like, his leg is like all the way up near his ears. Is that yeah, what's it's, happening? It's, yeah, it's definitely a cartoon physics situation. Like they want it to to imply that that skull has just kind of been contortionisting, folded in half inside this hot dog cart. Actually, I'm looking at it, and there's definitely two hands and that leg. So I don't know what's. Go- I guess it's another person. It, it might just be a prop leg. Yeah, so there you go. And also, I guess how hot dog carts work is there's just a bunch of already made hot dogs loose in the hot dog cart, and yeah. you just pull them out of there. Is that how adding it goes? To, adding to how fucked this is, and like contributing to the fact that that bulk is actually selling these hot dogs, is it's apparently really hot in the box where where Skull is because they keep having steam come out. I thought it was. I thought it was like ice. Ice, well, you know what? I don't know what you call the stuff that comes out of a freezer. Is that steam? I mean, like vapor. I guess, yeah. I thought it was supposed to be real cold, but either way is not good. Like, it's gross. They either way. cold dogs. Cold dogs. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. You're correct. They're not called cold dogs. Also, uh, Mike, I didn't even think about the fact that people are eating these. That's super gross. Good point. <laughs> uh... So, yeah, the Bulk kid just, just gets like off screen, takes a bite, like, mmm, Skullovich flavored. Oh, um, but yeah, so he just says, uh, you know, Lieutenant Stone can't find us because then we'll fail the, the course, I guess. Um, which, like, I, st- I mean, we've talked about this so much, but 
Are they in school to be police officers? Like they're being well, tested? Well, they graduated. I thought so too. I'm so. Well, confused. they graduated from like basic training, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I still don't really understand what they're doing. Like what they are in terms <laughs> of the police academy. Um, like but- we we kind of started to say the last time we did the tooties when when we talked about confusing concepts and we talked about like how bulk like how copper bulk and skull and we were like eh we've mostly got it figured it out by now and like Zio is determined to to make sure that like no we don't actually yeah. we super don't we thought we did but we don't yeah so um we get Rocky uh, Aisha and um, Adam uh and oh and Billy no wait I'm sorry. No, that's right. Yeah, it's those four. Uh, and they are walking along and talking about how they're going to see a uh, martial arts demonstration uh, by a new uh, girl student that Tanya taunts them about a little bit. Uh, basically saying, like, she's supposed to be fucking awesome, totally badass martial artist. Uh, are you guys nervous? You think you're going to, they're going to, she's going to shame you, basically. Like, they well, don't she, say it that way, but. The, the reason, the reason she says, like, are you guys nervous is because, like, the demonstration she's going to give is how she can take on three dudes at once. Yeah, they've, yeah. Mm-hmm. She says, I heard that she could take on three dudes at once. Are you nervous? And I, I'm, I have a problem. So anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, that is what happens. So we cut to this woman, uh, Beating the shit out of three dudes, basically. I mean, uh, essentially, they do the thing. So we're going to find out this lady is blind. And um, though I think they handle this better than I expected, it's still got a lot of the disability as superpower stereotype that happens in a lot of TV shows where, especially with blind people. What happened the last time this show really dealt with a handicap? Yeah, like I mean, they they did the dyslexia episode, but I I feel like that didn't like that's not quite the same thing as as being like deaf or blind. Losing, quite. yeah, not having a yeah. sense, yeah. Um, but so, uh, yeah. So essentially, what they do is, uh, like Daredevil, she like waits until they attempt to strike and then counters and beats them all up. Uh, and basically, I do sort of think that. The only research the writers of this episode did was watch some or read some Daredevil comics. <laughs> like that's what it seems like a lot of the time. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah. So uh, that said, she beats the shit out of these guys. Uh, everybody, the the crew comes over to talk to her, um, and uh, Rocky introduces his friends and himself. And he says, like, hi, I, I wanted to tell you I really enjoyed watching you. I thought it was really cool. Uh, Billy asks, where did you learn to do all that? And she just says, you mean because I'm blind? And Billy was like, well, no, I meant, like, who was your teacher? Uh, <laughs> so uh, she says, my dad taught me. Uh, and Rocky was like, yeah, we really enjoyed it. It was super cool. Then we get to kind of the the lesson they're trying to teach you here, which is uh, her book bag spills and everybody goes to help her immediately. And she's like, it's fine. I can do it. Well, just let us help you. No, no, it's don't worry about it. I got it. Uh, And she picks it all up and leaves. And they're all like, I don't understand. Like, it's it's worth noting. It's not just Rocky. It's all of them. They're like, what's the problem? I don't understand. Why, what we did wrong, or why she's upset. Right. I, I do I do want to say this. 
the show ultimately does a pretty bad job of this because it's Power Rangers. But like, there's the kernel of a good idea here, right? Sure. Because if there's if there's something that like I, I hear all the time from folks with disabilities is they kind of hate being told that like they kind of a resent like the the idea that they constantly need help with things. Well, and to be clear, that the people we've heard from, I'm sure there's a, a oh yeah yeah, 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 but yes, yeah, 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 uh, and. And but all and also just the idea and this and this other one is the one that they fuck up. Uh, at least from the folks I've talked to, they're not super big on being told that they're an inspiration. Right. right. Yeah. So and, which is something Rocky does later after right. he's supposedly learned the lesson. So and, and the show is trying to teach you like don't treat people with well, disabilities sure. different and but they don't do. It, they do about as good of a job with it as they do with any lesson. The problem is it's a more sensitive topic than, like... Right. I don't know. Uh, what's a computer fucking Power Rangers lesson? Sure, yeah. computer I mean, there's, viruses. There's another lesson in this episode that they also kind of fuck up. Yeah. But, it, uh, yeah. So so she walks away, um, and then we get to the, uh, the main villain plot of the episode, uh, which is we cut up to King Mondo... Watching the cog assembly line, which uh, I don't often have that much trouble figuring out what's going on in the <laughs> SD footage of Power Rangers because we've right. been watching it for a while. Yeah. But you're looking at King Mondo look at the assembly line, and I literally have trouble parsing what I'm looking at. Like, it looks really bad. The grainy, it, and I don't mean like. The special effects are bad. I mean, the film is so grainy, I have difficulty telling what is happening. Right. Which is something I have not experienced yeah. in this show. I can tell it's, it's the assembly line has cogs lying on their backs on it, rhythmically kicking their feet. Which, I mean, if you were getting put together, the first thing you would do is just, like, kick your feet up in the air. Yay! Hooray! Of course. Why not? Yay, I uh, exist. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Existence! Yeah, uh, I haven't yeah. existed long enough to realize that this is actually a burden and a curse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, and, and King Mondo is kind of uh, being like, man, what's the point of even building these fuckers if they just get immediately exploded? Um, so he, he starts talking about wasting resources, and I'm just, I'm just like, fucking what? You care about this now? <laughs> Yeah, like, and, and that's not just talking to Mondo. That's talking to Power Rangers. Twenty-two episodes in, now you care about where the villain is getting their shit. <laughs> there was that one episode where Rita and Zed had to find Super Putty to make putties out of. Right, but that's literally the only time they've ever talked about it. Really, yeah, but like, that's not really like looking for like basic supplies. That's hey, we have a spell in mind. Let's go get the component. Sure, right. you know, um. So, essentially, Clank comes up with the idea this episode and says, like, hey, I've got an idea uh, that won't use up any resources, which is uh, we're going to make a monster out of our recycling, our trash, basically. <laughs> um, we're going to reuse a bunch of old parts from the junkyard, question mark, and build a monster. They call it the component dump. Uh, and... Here's something we have to talk about that goes with the lesson of this episode. Okay. We're watching this monster, like, literally, it's kind of a cool shot. It's like, uh, you know, it's like a hand crawling across the ground and a bunch of wires, like, lacing into components, and it's making uh, a robot out of trash, basically. And it's it's a bunch of quick shots, and, and the way it's lit and animated, it's it's 
it's made to resemble a horror movie, which is fucking dope. It's neat. It's a cool shot. The problem is it's called The Defector, and and they mean Defector as in one who defects from one army to another because the plot is going to be that they they pretend that the defector is going to be friends with the Power Rangers. Right. The um, problem is when they first reveal its name, they haven't said that that's the plot yet. And up until this point, this has been an episode about disabilities. It's a an episode. And it's a about, monster made out of like garbage parts. It's right. made out of junk, and it's yeah. like you think, they named it the Defector. Are you what the fuck, Power Rangers? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I really didn't think that one through, y'all. Yeah, no, it's and again, it's one of those things where it's like, well. I clearly that wasn't on purpose, but no, like give but it a different still. name. <laughs> so so yeah, for, between this and the last monster, oh boy, Power Rangers, you're real bad at naming shit so, all of a sudden. So we got the Defector. It's kind of a cool looking monster. Uh, it's it looks like it's made out of a bunch of different parts. Um, and so then can good. Can we? Uh, we don't do this often uh, okay. this season. Uh, at some point, we stopped being like, "Hey, what was this monster originally?" Oh, but, yes, please, oh, sure. please. Yeah, so based on the Sentai footage, I was like, wait a minute, something's up. I don't think, I think the original plot is basically the opposite of what it is here, and I, I went to check, and like, yes, that's actually the case. Hmm. So what Power Rangers is going to do is that this is all a ruse. Like, the the monster is going to pretend that he's actually betraying King Mondo, and he's actually friendly, and he really doesn't want to fight, and he's a pacifist, and he just he's just a misunderstood monster who, like, the people are afraid of because he's... A, fucking scary looking robot and he actually just wants a friend and in the sentai that's actually like he's actually a pacifist like they they do try the plot like the the clank and orbis equivalent build this monster out of scrap and then he basically is like hey no i don't want to fight fuck you king mondo i'm out and you know some cops shoot at him and he meets the the blue ranger which is you know why rocky's the focal character here and like he actually is trying to be a good person, and then later on we're gonna see like during a fight scene we're gonna see Clank like use a device on him, and the justification for the device in Power Rangers is kind of non-existent. It's weird, but it's actually like they mind control him to fight the Rangers, and the Rangers have to destroy him, and it's a tragic thing. Right. But like, yeah, that's not what happens here, not oh. at all. I mean, that sounds like a lot for you know a two-year-old to get to understand what's funny is they basically do that plot in in space uh Uh, which is the first time where they're like yeah they're monsters but they're not all inherently evil uh which like is something that at that point makes every episode that you've watched up to that (laughs) point be like oh no wait a second hold on (laughs) (laughs) um so anyway uh yeah, King Mondo is like, okay, great, so we'll send him in, and he'll pretend to be the Power Rangers' friends, and then we'll kill him, I guess. I mean, they don't say that, but I guess that's always the plan, really. Um, so then we cut back down to Earth, um, and Penny, who I forgot to mention her name, but her name is Penny. Uh, Penny walks outside, um, Rocky chases her, and is basically like, hey, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know what I said, but uh, I apologize, and she's like, you didn't say anything. I just want you to understand I don't need your help. And he's like, well, I was just trying to be nice. And she's like, that's fine. I didn't ask for your help. 
which is again the point of the episode, right? Yeah, he, he's doing that kind of shitty thing that that people will do sometimes, and this and completely disconnected from the whole disability thing. This thing where like, yeah, someone will apologize, and then when they don't get the answer they want, they'll try apologizing with it. The, like they'll try and rephrase it, right? Yeah, and, yeah, like yeah. and they'll just keep trying, and it's like, nah, dude, just stop. Um, can I do a call out on Ranger Wiki? Okay. Okay. Remember that one that time. Of lies. Remember that one time that Ranger Wiki was like, "This little kid looks like Zach," and it totally didn't. And it was just that it was a small black child, and whoever wrote that particular entry on Ranger Wiki was kind of a racist. Yeah. Uh. So in the errors section of this episode on Power Rangers, uh, on or on Ranger Wiki, it says Penny claims you shouldn't treat blind people differently. Whoa. However. That's a bad start! Hold on. However, this point seems a little moot, as Rocky and the others did just that. They were impressed with her fighting skills before she was revealed to be blind, and tried to help her pick up things when they fell over. They would definitely do that, even if she wasn't blind. Rocky ends up apologizing to Penny for having treated her differently, despite him not doing that at all, when it was rather that Penny assumed it was because she was blind. Hey, fuck off, Ranger Wiki. Hey, Ranger anonymous Wiki. Ranger Wiki editor, you need to do some self-examination, buddy. buddy. <laughs> you need to fucking chill. I like that it's not... The thing that got me especially is it's not under notes, it's under errors. Like, yeah. let me explain to you where you fucked up. Right. <laughs> so... I was looking for... I was trying to figure out some stuff about... Or actually, I was trying to find Penny's actress, which... You can't, because players on Power Rangers never get credited. Um, and saw that and was like, boy, the it's funny because we rag on Ranger Wiki because they got like the last appearance of the rad bug wrong. But it yeah. actually seems like maybe there's some other things that we should be more upset at it for. I mean, there's also, uh, l- listen, can I, can I call out Ranger Wiki for a different thing? For just uh-huh. a general thing? After... After the third season of Mighty Morphin, the level of detail in, in the yes, like, episode descriptions dips. fucking falls off a cliff. Like there's, I, like I, I mentioned that we kind of stopped looking into like okay, what was the Sentai thing? But that's because our main source of that shit was Ranger Wiki, and I mean that's kind of on us for using that as a primary source. But like after Kaku Ranger, like it's th- there's fucking nothing on Ranger Wiki anymore. I was yeah. able to get a basic plot synopsis for the Sente episode, and that and the error thing that Zach read is pretty much it. Yeah, there's not much there. I, I've gen- I've thought about adding stuff to this as uh, to Ranger Wiki myself, but uh, I I'm just not gonna. <laughs> but then you become that which you hate is the thing. Huh? Sorry. You you become that which you hate. <laughs> I already have. Uh, so. Uh, then we cut to Penny reading a story to uh, some kids in school. Um, do they say she's a new student? That's kind of the idea I got, but right later she says they... she has. She talks about her plans for when she graduates. Yeah. So yeah, I'm assuming she's a student in Angel Grove. Okay. Um, so she's reading a story to the kids. Uh, we we see Tommy for the first time in the episode. He walks over and talks to. Uh, to Rocky and Rocky. Okay, gonna... I need to I need to fucking hit the brakes right okay. now with Tommy walking into the room because oh, we, you're thought, right. yes. we yep. thought we were out of the woods <laughs> with the fucking Native American shit. But when Tommy walks into the room, the fucking Tommy theme, I guess, now plays in the background. The background music is the fucking Native American pan flute shit. Uh... Please, please, God, don't let this be his theme music from now on. 
Um, but yeah, I, so I suspect it is. I can't imagine they would have just done it for one extra episode. Oh God, I hope not. We'll see though. Uh, so uh, Turbo looking better and better every episode. <laughs> yeah. So Rocky is like, man, she's so good with kids. And then the fra- he he essentially asks like, I don't understand why I have trouble getting along with her. But the phrasing is. Why does she have such a tough time with me? <laughs> Dude, again, there's uh, just some... What a prick! Yeah, like, the way he's just like, I'm... Me! Me! Think about me! Why is she so bad at being my friend? Yeah, maybe it's because you make it about you, you jackass. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then Kat leans over, who Kat was not in the previous scene, uh... And it's like, maybe it's because the kids don't feel sorry for her. And she says that in like, a, let me offer a solution to you, A, but I kind of wish she had been, she had said that really shittily to him yeah, because yeah. he kind of deserves it. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's definitely the show is going for like, she, that's just, that's the lesson kids. But yeah, it really does feel like Kat's just fucking dunking on Rocky here. <laughs> um, so uh, then they kind of, lay it out explicitly she tells the little kids blind people aren't that much different from you and you shouldn't treat them different um which is fine and then one of the little kids says how do you do things without being able to see which was one of those questions that like a five-year-old can get away with but that's like the limit of the age where that's okay Um, and i mean it's a good thing they had a five-year-old pose the question hey if you're six and you ask that question you're canceled (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so she explains like some some blind people uh you know develop their other senses and they do a whole thing where she like, like she she smells his breath and knows what he ate for lunch she yeah. feels his face and finds a scar yeah. that he has I will say that I think the actress is good. She's actually pretty good in this for especially for like a one-off Power Rangers actress which is usually and I, and the reason I was trying to look her up to, was to see if she was blind. I couldn't tell oh, you. Sure. Um, cause the scenes where she's using a cane look very similar to the, the friends I've had that, that use them, but I couldn't tell you, I'm not like well-versed enough. So, yeah, um, I, I will say that is, uh, one in like in the handful of things that Zio absolutely does better than previous seasons of the show is the one-off actors. That's true. I can, I can agree with that. The one-off people are, are generally a lot better. Um, so Rocky watches her with this kid, and then there's like a zoom in on Rocky, and uh, I guess Rocky is the new Billy. In, well, a in that he's the Blue Ranger, but b in that he has a new uh, love interest like every two episodes. Oh sure, because this is like the fourth or fifth one he's had in the CO because he's like fallen for this lady. Um, we cut back I, up. To, so hold ahead. up before we move on, and I, I I'm sorry, I know I keep hitting the brakes. It's fine. I love the fact that like okay conceptually this scene exists so that the lady can explain you know her whole steez to the children in the audience but they also play it off as like watching this like talk that she gives to the little kids is the moment that rocky supposedly understands and learns his lesson and i like the fact that like you know the show is tacitly admitting that if you want rocky to understand something you have to explain it to him like he's five right (laughs) yeah so, so, yes, exactly. Um, so we cut up to... This is my personal favorite scene because 
uh, King Mondo's like, okay, so sh- now show me how you're going to convince them that you're on their side. And he, and he just goes, I love the Power Rangers. And it's very <laughs> silly. And it makes me laugh. Um, and then King Mondo's like, great acting, excellent work. <laughs> yeah, it's let's, almost like this is what you're actually saying in the original footage. Yeah, let's get you down there. Uh, so he sends... Uh, now, have we seen... The the Machine Empire send the monster to Earth before? I feel like it must I, No, have, I don't right? think so. I don't know, Luke, because I don't ever remember just watching a monster fall from the moon to Earth. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> funny and not how I don't I think they've done it before. But literally it just looks like he jumped out a window and he just falls all the way to Earth. Um But yeah. Uh, then we cut to, uh, we got cut back to our Balkan Skull, uh, shenanigans, uh, and they're in a park, well, sorry, uh, Lieutenant Stone is in a park with a bunch of statues everywhere, uh, including two statues that look very much like Balkan Skull, um, and... The thing about these costumes is it's not (laughs) just that they're doing, like, the living statue stick, shtick. They're busts, by which I mean they have these big pillar things around them so that you can only see them from, like, the stomach up. It's extremely elaborate. And honestly, good work, guys. I mean, A plus in terms of undercover cop. Uh, I don't think any drug dealers are going to suspect you. (laughs) (laughs) That's the fucking uh, weird thing to all of this is that the the end of this is, is... is Lieutenant Stone getting mad at Bulk and Skull because that's how every one of these stories ends? But like, they're very, very good at this. Well, like I've, we know we've known for a long time that Bulk and Skull are good at playing dress up, and like this is like this is a real marketable skill that they have, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Well, I would also say that one of the things that I can't stop laughing about is like, what undercover job? Is gonna require you to do this. Like I don't understand. What are you, are you break? Like are you breaking up an art theft ring? And you that's have to right. dress You're this way. You're breaking up an art theft ring. Okay, great. Yeah, that's cool. the that's the thing. Is this is a cartoon world? So like any crime is like Dick Tracy level crime, right? It's not, and the previous one was like for the illegal hot dog uh, smuggling that's going on in Angel Grove. I guess exactly. Yeah. I don't want to think about what's in illegal smuggled hot dogs as compared to, <laughs> to real, quote-unquote, real hot dogs. Well, that's the thing. It's, like, super high-quality meat oh, that's, like, I you, see. you know, you got to take that through customs. But, you know, who who wants to do that? Yeah, I don't headache. So you want, you want the smuggled hot dogs. Oh, Yo, you want the smuggled hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, now there's just a... a wave file of me saying that out there so great um so lieutenant stone is uh like i'll find you don't worry about that and then he walks between them and then they change their pose and he turns back around and sees them and but doesn't realize it so um because he's an idiot we cut uh over to penny who is also at the park uh and she's telling a little girl that she will find her dog uh and then we, I, I forgot about this part until just now, which is that Penny is like, 
like turns to Bulk and Skull and is like, "Don't worry, boys, he's gone." And they're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> she and Bulk uh, says that uh, uh, she must have heard Skull breathing, um, and she says, "No, it's actually because y'all smell like shit," which is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But uh, then they just lift up their little podiums and walk away, which is a very good uh, good image. Uh, Rocky runs over to Penny, and at this point, I'm like, are you just chasing this woman around? Because <laughs> the previous scene was at, like, the study area that they established in this season. Mm. But now he's just following her, I guess, to the park. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Um, no, see, he learned his lesson, so he has to apologize. Right, of course. Again. Uh, so she, he runs up and says, hey, I wanted to tell you I'm sorry about yesterday. He puts his hand on her shoulder, which is uh, not cool. Don't do that. Nope. Uh, <laughs> and she's like, eh, it's okay. I appreciate it. You know, um, I get it. And he's like, okay, I, well, I want to tell you also you're really good with the kids. And she says, yeah, I want to uh, I want to teach Braille when I get out of school. Uh, and they have like a nice little moment and it's all right. Um, and then uh, they decide to like take a walk together to the bus. I don't remember this part. Well, she's like, can you walk me to the bus stop? Yes. There you go. So uh, we then cut to Lieutenant Stone, uh, who is walking around with what is he holding? I did not understand this. Do you? He's like holding a wire, and like looking at it. Do you know what I'm is talking about? Is he trying about? to find Bulk and Skull with like a dousing rod? Yeah, Question I don't mark? know. This oh, is joke it a doesn't lead. I don't know. It's really on, strange. Let me, let me look at this thing. It's at like nine minutes. Yeah. Uh, in case it's not obvious, did not watch this one. Yeah, it's fine. It's it, it's <laughs> very it, yeah. It's just a it's a. It's Sounds just like a maybe stick. I made the right call. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's it's just a stick. He's just trying to use a divining rod to find the water what? in their bodies? Question mark. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because I was gonna say a divining rod. I mean, it's bullshit. But it's supposed to find water, not just whatever you want it to. Like that's not how it works. Um, but uh, yeah, he's wandering around. Also, Lieutenant Stone is very bad at his job. That's something we should maybe go ahead and address. He yeah. doesn't seem to be good at anything. Um, Bulk and Skull uh, start to freak out because uh, the puppy uh, that the little girl was looking for is about to pee on them. Uh, they try to tell it, tell it shoo. Uh, it finally runs away when Skull screams at it. Uh, and then they go back to posing. Um, the little girl walks by and just looks at them and goes... Uh, hey, did you guys see my dog? And then she points. And I will say, I think it's funny how nobody is fooled by them except for Lieutenant Stone. Yeah. Uh, especially given that it's fairly convincing. Like, I've seen living statues before. They don't usually have this much going on. It's usually just a guy in gray face paint. Um, so anyway, uh, we do then cut back to uh, uh, Penny and Rocky. Uh, and Rocky's like, hey, do you hear, a, like, a high-pitched noise? Uh, and then his communicator goes off, and she says, also, that noise. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Which, I love that 
again, it's so easy to forget sometimes uh, that this is like before cell phones. So yeah, the fact that like these people have a device on them that goes that makes a specific noise like all the time. I mean, if at you're this around point, them, you're, it's ninety six. I think you're in beeper territory by now. At least, I guess that's true. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say the same thing. They're definitely in beeper territory. I, they were in beeper territory at the start of the series. I think were they? I guess yeah. that's true. Yeah. But, but I, th- I think beepers became a thing in the eighties. Although uh, early on, you only had one if you were like a like a highfalutin professional. I was or gonna something. say high school right. students probably wouldn't have one, but yeah. So he um, he gets her to the bus stop and he says. Here's, or, well, actually, I guess not even. He, there's just a bench, and he's like, here, l- sit here, and I'm going to go check on those noises. Uh, and she's just like, okay, person I, like, sort of made up with just a second ago. <laughs> like, it seems a little bizarre, but okay, fine. Um, he runs off behind a uh, a little, like, pillar and ducks and says, okay, Zordon, what's up? And he's like, there's something really close to you. It's 100, 100 yards from you. And he's like, okay, it must be whatever Penny said. And then there's this very funny shot where Rocky looks out from behind the pillar and then, like, very quietly says it's morphin' time and, like, tentatively puts his morpher together. And then they just cut to the stock footage of him screaming Sierra Ranger 3 Blue. And it's very, very funny. <laughs> it's very good. Um, I mean, Steve Cardenas, like, we, we, we've, we've been getting at this a lot, but, like, he's actually very, very funny when the show allows him to be. He's, well, he's, a, he's got a very good sense of, of physical comedy. And and he's also not a great actor, but, boy, he got better. There is that. Um, yeah. So, he then there's this shot of, of the Blue Ranger, like, sneaking away, which also let, makes me laugh. Um, and then he, so he sees the monster, uh, and uh, everybody else shows up all of a sudden. And he's just like, "Hey, no, I'm just here to be friends. It's cool. Let's uh, let's all get along. I'm not cut up, cut out for evil." And then Cat, um, who previously was the most understanding in the episode, is just like, "A good robot. T- tell me another one. Pull on the other leg." And I'm sitting yeah, here going like. But Ninjor, though. Uh, alpha, though. Uh, but uh, Well, okay, you know what? You got it better, actually. <laughs> they, Excellent they talk point. to a good robot every day of their lives. I kind of forgot so, Alpha. <laughs> I kind of forgot about Alpha. It, yeah, it's easy to forget Alpha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it, here's, the, here's the fucked up thing, is like, even knowing like the fucking quote-unquote twist of this monster, like... It's kind of uncomfortable that this guy's like, wait, no, please, I don't want to fight. And our heroes are just like, no, fuck you. We know you're kind. <laughs> yeah. But um, also, they're right. So that's even worse. Yeah, yeah that, they're that, reinforcing that. Actually, that makes things even worse. Um, can, I don't, it doesn't, it says a lot that Ninjor was in like eight episodes. And also, I'm not sure he actually is a robot, but that's who I thought of first instead of Alpha. <laughs> Like, yeah. <laughs> in terms of characters that stick with me, apparently, uh... Well, to be fair, it's Ninjor. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, Ninjor rules. Uh, it's but Ninjor! God damn it. I miss him so much. I miss him. I'm mad that also that he... That's the thing is, like, I, it's not that I wanted to see Ninjor die, 
But like he's just hanging out. Like we know he's just right. there. Yeah, he could <laughs> like in the canon of the show, there's no reason he couldn't be in any given episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Listen, wasn't that like a side story in the comics, like him off having an adventure with like well, some side character been. from Turbo? Well, well, in the comics, A, there's a, a backup story a series of backup stories where he hangs out with the blue centurion from Turbo. That's alright. Oh yes. Uh but oh, that B, rules. But B uh, Ninjor is the reason that Lord Dracon gets his powers back because he's oh. so gullible that evil Tommy's just like, hi, it's me, normal Tommy, not 20 years older and cover- covered in evil scars. Please give me some superpowers. And that t- all and- checks out to me. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So... Yeah, I mean, it's also a frustrating thing is like they, they brought Ninja back for like the that uh, Street Fighter crossover trailer or whatever the fuck and they yeah. didn't they didn't do the voice. They just gave him like Robocop voice. It made me oh, yeah, so angry. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. you're not gonna have him talk like freaking uh, is it Dudley, Dudley Do Right. Dudley Do Right. Yeah, oh yeah, Dudley Do Right. I was trying to think of the name of the alien from Flintstones. Oh, it's uh Gazoo, the Great Gazoo. Yeah, the Great Gazoo, there you go. Yeah. Uh, the thing is that's a little different. Yeah. Uh they're both good. Ninja rules. Anyway, so there's this uh, robot. He says he's fine. They don't believe him. You know, I, hold on. I'm sorry. It just hit me, like, how ridiculous it is that, like, the cartoon about cavemen ran out of ideas and had to meet an alien <laughs> that only he could see. Like, the. I mean, I get that. That's the thing is, like, shows run long enough and then they're like, I don't know. We need to introduce another character. Like,. Like, I mean, yeah. people shit on Scrappy-Doo, but, like, within the logic of that show, it's another talking dog. Oh, yeah. It, but, like, I mean, listen, it happens. It's fine. You introduce a new character. But that that's where they went, like, is so ridiculous. Yeah. Not, and not only is it an alien, but, like, they made a point of the fact that he's an alien that only Fred sees right. and hears. Like... It, like the the from from X point in that show's history up to uh, whenever it fucking ends, Fred Flintstone seems to be insane to all of the loved ones around him. Right. Well, uh, I've got the Great Kazoo. Hey, to bring back a great uh, callback for this show, the Great Kazoo it was almost like a mis- mix, Mr. Mixes Pedalic kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, where he totally. Just did all kinds of shenanigans to Fred's life. Hot. Hey. Um. Did you guys know, because I didn't until I just typed it, that in the second live-action Flintstones, they put the Great Gazoo in it? I did know that, yes. And also that it's Alan fucking coming. That part I didn't know, because I was a small (laughs) child when that movie came out. (laughs) Fucking what? (laughs) Yeah, it's Alan coming. You know, Nightcrawler. They were just like... (laughs) <laughs> Maybe that's why he got the hey, nightcrawler job because they were like, you know how to have a bunch of fucking paint on your face here, come and here. Have your body replaced with CGI. Yeah, <laughs> was that one? Uh, Viva Rock Vegas. Yes, Viva yeah, Rock yeah. Vegas. Yeah, I, produced by Steven Spielstone. Uh, I hate all of this. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, that's our great gazoo. God damn it! Is now the running gag going to be great gazoo jokes? You tell me, dum dum. <laughs> Fuck. All right, so um, the the uh, Rangers. Oh, okay, right. So this robot says, I'm "I, I want to pitch side. a cartoon where where Great Gazoo just gets bored with Fred Flintstone, goes into the future, and just terrorizes Zach." Yes. <laughs> Is the Great Gazoo tied to the the Jetsons in some way or no? I don't it think so. I mean, it's like... the same universe because like the Flintstones and the Jetsons met. 
Right, but that was famously. a time travel. Like the Great Kazoo existed, you know, tens of thousands of years before the Jetsons ever existed. That's true, but presumably his alien race is still out there somewhere. Well, possibly. Who knows? Their planet could have been wiped out in the intervening years. Okay. We have we have to get into this deep Hanna Barbera lore. Yes, please. <laughs> How, uh, how does any of this tie into wacky races? Wasn't the Great Kazoo's deal that he crash-landed on Earth and he was just stuck there because he couldn't get the parts to fix his ship? Dude, you, you're you you're <laughs> asking me to know things about the Great Kazoo. Um, so, anyway. Um, hold on, this... hold on. Breaking news. Breaking news, y'all. We gotta do a quick extra talking about things. Okay. Uh, on the subject of annoying characters and robots and shit, uh, Alpha 5 has just been confirmed for Power Rangers Battle of the Grid. He's going to be one of the DLC characters. Now, How many DLC characters are they doing? I was kind of... I think they're like, going to do the four. Gold Ranger, right? Is yeah, thing? I think they're going to do four. So there's the Gold Ranger, okay. uh, the White Ranger from Mystic Force, and then I guess Alpha 5, which my question is because the movie Alpha 5 is in the... The mobile game, but nobody gives a shit about the movie already. It's only right. two years ago, and no one cares. So, is it going to be like classic Alpha Five? Because that'd be cool. It looks. I mean, it's kind of hard for me to tell. It kind of looks like original Alpha, uh, and like this was this was just posted. So, like, and like, uh, folks, we're recording this on April second. So, and this was just posted. So, I don't think it's an April Fool's joke. Yeah. Yeah, it looks yeah, like Power Rangers so now is saying go. Alpha's coming to uh, Battle for the Grid. Classic Alpha 5. All right. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Um, cool. Uh, so I don't know what the fuck he's going to do because that game is like super acrobatic and everything like the Marvel vs. Capcom games and Alpha. Well, he's got, like- he's got uh, he can use a gun. He's got electricity. <laughs> he's got electricity that comes out of his head. But, and, not, uh, but hold on, but not like a sci-fi gun. It's just a pistol. He just, just has a pistol. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he used that. He used that whatever the fuck it was to like turn pictures into people or whatever. Oh, uh, and and he's he's also got like if his opponent gets below a certain amount of health, he could just self-destruct. Oh right, he could do that. Can can he use, can he do that thing where he used the morphin grid to make a sandwich? Is that one of his Please. attacks? Please, <laughs> God, I hope we so. can do this <laughs> in a perfect world. Yes. All right. So use some of his Christmas magic. Yeah, he's got a Christmas magic attack. Jesus Christ! Uh, he sa- he <laughs> he just stops the entire fight, and everyone sings Christmas carols for three uninterrupted minutes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. For All his right. for his uh, fucking tag move, he just summons a bunch of children. <laughs> Get us right. in there. We can do this. So, Jesus Christ, I've been trying to say this for like 10 minutes. This robot says, I am your friend. I want to help you. And then he jumps off the roof and runs away, <laughs> which is exactly what you expect someone who wants to be your friend to do. Um, what is that? Not the- how you do it? <laughs> well, I mean, it's how I do it, but I have crippling social anxiety. So. <laughs> Same. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, uh, they all meet up, all the rangers, and they're like, what happened? It's just like he vanished into thin air. Um, and at this point, uh, they 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 cut to, um, well, they have a quick debate about, like, well, could it be true? I don't know. It doesn't seem like he wants to fight us. Uh, and then they're all talking, and then Penny just walks up and is like, oh, hey, Rocky. Because, you know, 
his voice is the same, which no one else has ever. Kn- that's so. That's maybe the thing that. Obviously, the whole treatment is not super great, but this is right. the part that bothers me the most. She doesn't have super hearing. She's just <laughs> fucking observant, She's and no one else is. basically competent yeah. to, in a way that <laughs> is unusual for the Power Rangers Because no one else has ever been like, wow, you just sound exactly like my, my uh, classmates. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean... Uh, and also she says hi Rocky and the first thing he says that again she can hear is oh no Penny <laughs> so I don't know what she thinks is happening um, but he's, she says who are you with uh, and he's like um so he demorphs for what reason I don't know uh, and says yes it's me I'm here with the Power Rangers I guess <laughs> well he, he demorphs cause like he's he's gonna like take her hand Oh uh, sure, to okay, sort of sure. reassure her, uh, um, and yeah, he just says, "Hey, so I'm here with the Power Rangers. They just like fought a monster." Yeah, and uh, she's like, "They're like, did you uh, did you notice anything unusual?" And she's like, "Well, if you mean that a giant thing just jumped off the roof and ran away, yeah, it went that <laughs> way." <laughs> Which honestly, at this point in the episode, I was like, "Man, Penny rules. <laughs> Everybody else sucks." <laughs> um. So they're like, okay, great, thank you, and and head off that way. And then the the dog, uh, whose name is apparently Scruffy, um, starts running, and you see the little girl being like, Scruffy, no! And then we see that the dog is running towards the street that has a car on it, uh, which heightened the yeah, stakes for a- me pretty quick all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, for... In the context of it being Power Rangers, it's a well-composed shot. This, like, we the cars are actually in the foreground, and we see them kind of whiz by while the dog runs toward us. So, like, it's 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 competent. It's sure. Fine. It's also because, like, I... Th- so we're going to see the monster in Japanese footage holding the dog. So my assumption is they had to get another dog that looked like that dog, which is fine. Um, it's not even the first time they've had to get a dog that matched the oh, uh, right. ranger footage. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, the dog is running towards a car. Everybody's screaming scruffy. It's very dramatic. And then uh, the defector jumps out of the, I don't know, out of the bushes, I guess, and grabs the, the puppy and saves the puppy. Um, he jumps out of the Sentai footage. Yeah, jumps out of the Sentai footage. Uh so there's then this shot that kind of defies explanation. Okay, why do you think this is? Do you know the shot I'm talking about? So basically, uh, I'll, here I'll say it. It's at uh, 13 minutes, 13 minutes, like 10 seconds. Basically, uh, the dog says, um, or I'm sorry, the the robot is like, you're welcome, little girl. And it's like just the head and it doesn't look like it's on anything. It looks like they're just holding up the monster's head in front of the camera very close to it. So there are exactly two shots yeah. that this monster is in in American footage. One, you just see the head and then in the other, you just see the hand as she hands as as he hands the dog to the girl. I'm guessing the costume was in tatters or something. Sure, it just looks real goofy because it just looks like someone is holding a head up and moving it around. Um, oh, it's is, bad. Which is probably what is ha- was happening, I guess. Um, 
So yeah, Defector says, no problem. I will save your dog anytime, little girl. Now I will teleport it away. Goodbye. Uh, uh, Pimmy, understandably, is very confused about what the fuck is happening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, they're like, okay, well, he saved that dog. So clearly maybe he is good. I don't know. We should go back to the power chamber and talk to Zordon. Um, so let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk about what's the wisdom of Zordon and whether he can help them solve this problem. And I'm Lucas. And, and we're, we're from, from the, the podcast D Comedy, a show where each month we rewatch Disney Channel original movies. And trust me, they're weirder than you remember. We grew up totally addicted to whatever Disney Channel wanted to throw at us. And going back to look at these beautiful train wrecks is always a good time. So search for us on iTunes and Google Play Music and Stitcher and basically wherever you find podcasts. Or find us among all the wonderful podcasts on AudioEntropy.com. I'm Emma. I'm Lucas. And And you should be listening to D-Comedy. Hey, welcome back. Uh, So we go to the power chamber. And uh, Kat is all of a sudden like... Well, you know, I thought about it, and if we trust him, uh, then he could give us an advantage that we need, uh, because he knows everything about King Mondo. And I was like, well, okay, so I guess all of a sudden Kat's like, the strategist? I guess? I don't know. Sure. sure. Why not? Um, although maybe, I, I don't know, I guess it sort of makes sense, because she was, like, under the Rita's control, but anyway. Yeah, um, you know, you can... You can say whatever you want, I guess. Yeah, Luke, I'm the only person who just, like, tries to justify things <laughs> that don't otherwise make no, any sense. No, I'm just saying, like, sure, you can you can come up with something, but, like, no, they don't know what they're doing. Um, so they say, uh, you know, maybe it's, it's worth a shot, but Tommy basically says, like, well, I mean... We have to try it, but, uh, you know, I still think it's probably going to end up being a trap. Um, they We cut to the uh, the moon, and King Mondo's like, Now we invite the Power Rangers to a surprise party! Uh, and then, basically, they say, like, when uh, when they come to get the defector, we'll, we'll surprise them. We'll surprise attack. Uh, so... We see on the viewing globe that King uh, the Cogs are attacking the uh, 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 the defector. Tanya is, is immediately like, "Well, that proves it." And I'm okay, sure, Tanya. I guess uh, if you think so. Um, and then Zordon says, "I have dispatched Rocky to investigate." What? Why, Zordon? <laughs> why did you send one? Why? What advantage does this gain you? And why Rocky? Well, okay. A, why Rocky? B, you have a viewing globe. What, like, (laughs) what does this get you that you don't already have? And C, why not send everyone? (laughs) I don't understand. Um, So, also, Rocky's not morphed even. Like, we literally just see a scene of him, like, crawling over a rock and seeing uh, Defector getting attacked. Um... 
And then we see Clank being like, uh, aha, ZR Ranger 3 is on the rock up there. And that's impressive because I don't remember the numbers. <laughs> so it's good that they do. Well, it's just how many sides their shape has. Yeah, but Rocky oh, right. wasn't morphed, so Zach couldn't count him. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> but it's mostly funny to me because you don't know how many times I have to do basic math and I just use my fingers because it's very hard. Um, so Zach, that's basically everyone. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm now looking really closely at Defector's costume and I like that one of his shoulders just has like a cog mask on it. Like, they, they do a pretty good job with the, the garbage of it it's cool looking um he yeah the defector is like you'll never take me back to king mondo and then they the cogs attack him uh this robot has robot has like a rough job he gets to get beat up by his own friends so that he can maybe trick some bad guys um they do kind of go all out for this because king mondo comes down to yell at defector to to try to trick uh trick the power rangers he says, you'll pay for crossing the royal house of gadgetry and fucking shoots lightning at him and all this stuff. Uh, and they actually have Defector, like, hit King, King Mondo. Mondo. Yeah, which, like, what you said now about, like, you suspecting and then confirming that the uh, the Sentai episode is actually about that makes a lot more sense. Because, yeah. like, yeah, they really just... They go real far for this trick when the Rangers are idiots and you probably didn't need this much uh, deception. Especially because they give up the game <sighs> so quickly. Yes, that's that's what kills me about this. Because So Rocky morphs uh, and he starts fighting the cogs. Uh, all the other Rangers are like, okay, uh, Rocky's in on it, so let's go fight. Um, uh, there's a cog fight. Uh, it's a pretty good cogfight. It's one of the, the Sentai footage ones where we've got like the whole quarry um, and King Mondo's shooting laser or uh, lightning at him. Uh, it's interesting to me that lightning is just like the default alien ruler attack. Yeah. Like Rita, Zed, and Mondo all do it. And then, I mean, Diva Tox, I don't think, can shoot lightning because no, she's, she's just she's like a water lady. She's just a pirate. It's such a weird. Anyway, Diva Tox is fine. Uh, people will yell at me for that, but so, uh, they're getting the crap beat out of them by lightning and, and also just a bunch of rocks fall on them. Cause why not? Um, and then, uh, Clank is like, Rangers, I have a surprise for you. And he turns this dial that causes Defector to freak out. And then Defector attacks them and is like, suckers. And at that point, I'm like, wait. So was he actually good? Because clearly they set it up like he was faking, but then what was that part? I, I think don't supposed understand. to power him up for that attack? <laughs> like, in in the Power Rangers logic, Clank twists a lever and then it's like, okay, I'm going to do a super move now. I guess, it, but he like looks like he's in pain. Like, it's clearly because it was from the previous footage. I get it. It's just, it's very strange looking. Yeah, listen, um, when, folks, when I said that I had my suspicions about the Sentai plot, that wasn't me, like, solving a great mystery no, or it, anything. It was me not paying attention and, yeah. like, actually paying attention is what and happened. And me not watching the episode. <laughs> yeah, so we all did exactly what we normally do. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, we then have uh, this shot of, I mean, we've seen this quarry a lot. 
there's an extremely stiff, uh, like, steep cliff that all the rangers fall down that I don't think I've actually seen before. And, and it looked kind of dangerous, honestly. Um, but then uh, Rocky is the only one at the top of the cliff, so he has to fight Defector by himself for a little bit. Uh, he says, I never should have trusted you. I always should have suspected that there's no good robots. And then we cut to Alpha, and he's, like, electro-crying, I guess. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so he, he does the Zeo power punch, which, uh, involves spinning around like Sonic the Hedgehog again, because for some reason they like, don't like the attack that the O-Rangers have where they turn into energy balls. So they just say they're doing a punch or a kick, even though they're clearly not doing those things like they did it last episode too. And Um, Rocky gets those weird spiky gauntlet battle axe things yeah, that he has. Yeah, he's 3 power weapon, and then he does, like, a little power attack with his little... I, I really wish that, that we'd actually gotten a, some kind of formal introduction or something that weapons. called more attention to the O-Ranger weapons, because they're fucking sick. Like, the fucking Tanya has nunchucks. Like, they're cool. I wish we could see them a little bit more. Uh, that fucking, said... Like, Cat has a Tron disc. Like, yeah. that's dope as hell. I will say that said, Rockies are like tonfas that have protractors glued to them, so like they're not that those particular ones are not that cool. <laughs> um so yeah, he he attacks him and then uh Tommy calls the defender wheel down. Ranger Wiki says this is the last appearance of the defender wheel. Uh and <laughs> Okay, sure. <laughs> They run over to the Defender Wheel, and I love this because Rocky Ranger just... Ranger such a good track record with the last appearance of vehicles. <laughs> and Rocky is like... They're so good at telling us things like whether or not a small child resembles another actor, and, you know, whether or not a blind woman getting upset is legitimate or not. It's, a, it's under the errors section, clearly. Um, Rocky runs over to Tommy, and he's like... Uh, hey, I want to do it because I got us into this mess. Also, you never let us use the defender wheel, and it looks fun. <laughs> um, so it's Tommy's it's so like, great because it's yet another thing where like the difference between the original footage and what Power Rangers is telling us is happening is so stark because like Rocky's like, hey, hold up, Tommy, I got this one. I got us into this mess. I can get us out. But in in the footage, it's so clearly like the Blue Ranger just hanging his head. And he's like, I, I must. I'm so sorry. I have to kill our new friend. <laughs> yeah. It's tearing me apart, but I have to. Yeah. Whereas yeah, Power Rangers is just like, my turn in the Defender Reel. Whee! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will say of all the vehicles that they have, I mean, I would want to drive all of them because big robots. But I want to, yeah, the Defender Reel seems cool. Especially the part where it blows up and then for some reason you're fine. I still don't understand that, but whatever. Um... Is it the same Defender Wheel, or is it just a new one every time? <laughs> so anyway, if it is a new one every time, then Ranger Wiki's right that it's the last appearance of this Defender Wheel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they blow him up with the Defender Wheel. Uh, and we cut back up to the moon, and um, we see uh, 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 King Mondo yelling at Clank. Uh, and telling him that he'll put him on the junk pile. Ha ha. Ha ha. We cut to the um, uh, the Jimmy Juice Bar and Rocky and uh, uh, Rocky and 
Uh, oh no, I forgot Penny, her name. Penny. Penny, thank you. Rocky and Penny are hanging out. So Rocky hands Penny some a plate of food that he gets from the counter, and she's like, are you sure you'll like this? Are you sure I'll like this? He's like, you gotta trust me. And and A, like, I, it's weird that they've, they're trying to imply that him and Penny have had a subplot about trust this whole time, and they really haven't. <laughs> right. But also, boy, howdy, Penny's really shitting on Ernie's cooking, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, the other thing is, like, I thought that they were going to be like, yeah, it's Ernie's super spicy tuna, or, you know, something weird, but they don't say it, so it's just, I guess, any food. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, she's a picky it's, eater. Yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, she has superhuman taste buds, apparently. Exactly. So, like, yeah, she's got to be careful about what she eats. Uh, so, you know how we were like, this wasn't great, but they didn't fuck it up that bad? Um, now they do. Well, uh, so, let, let, let's, let's kind of set the stage here. Up until this point, the Bulk and Skull subplot is one of the more fun ones they've done not just the season but overall it's, i would it's, say it's very silly we've got to see we've got to see uh jason rv paul schreier and uh what is lieutenant stone's actor's name oh uh, man oof. i i knew it but i do not remember sorry i think we still need to do an actor spotlight for I'll him i'll do i'll look it up uh go ahead continue yeah but like we see the three of them like get to do a lot of fun stuff like this whole Lieutenant Stone, like, basically playing hide-and-seek with Bulk and Skull and then putting on elaborate disguises has been, like, it's made for a lot of fun physical comedy, which is what both the three of them and the show at large kind of excels at, you know? Mm-hmm. And then... Mm-hmm. And then in the Jim and Juice Bar, as, as Rocky and Penny walk off to the side, hold we on, pan down... Hold on. Hmm? His name is Greg Bullock. Continue. Greg Bullock? Okay. Rocky and Penny uh, walk over to the side, and we pan into the foreground, and there's Lieutenant Stone at a table bragging about how important his job at the police station is to a pair of lovely ladies we only see from the back. Yep. Oh. And, and you instantly, know exactly what's going to happen from yep. the second you see that shot, because it yep. turns around, and it's Balkan Skull dressed up as ladies. Hilarious! Oh, uh, it's very funny, is the thing. The, so... I always, this is not not the first time they've done this, and I was thinking about why this keeps happening, and it's not, like, news that, uh, that, you know, shit was even worse in the 90s, re-this stuff than it is now, but I, I kind of forgot that, like, it's because the Balkan, the whole Balkan Skull shtick is just Three Stooges, like, it's that style of... It's Bugs Bunny. It's like all that stuff that did this for 60 years and no one questioned it. And like, it's just, that doesn't make it any better, but it's like, fuck, right. It's because we were so okay with this for so long that they didn't question it. Uh, What's also weird is when I think about it, I think it's actually, and this isn't something to pat the show on the back for. It's actually been kind of a surprisingly long time since we've gotten this specific joke right. of Bulk and Skull in drag. Like, I'm actually kind of shocked that it's been as long as it has. Was the, was the last one, like, the invention yeah, fair it was or a, whatever? There was that, like, episode that, like, put clothes on, or the invention that, like, put clothes on you in the science fair episode. Oh, right, and, and yeah. That was, like, season ladies. one, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a long time. Um... But yeah, like the thing the the part of this that makes it extra bad is then like 
Skull tears off Bulk's wig and is basically the the joke is like we tricked you, right. which like yeah, yep. well that's that's okay. the initial joke, but the real like the real money shot of the whole thing is Lieutenant Stone's fucking freak out where right, he gets super pissed yeah. and chases them off and it's like if you tell anybody about this, yeah, and also how dare I, he be attracted to them? Yes, yeah, yes. and also kind yeah. of layered into this whole thing is like Penny sees this coming. Like, she's like, oh, here it comes. Like, she knows oh, the right. ruse is about to break. And, like, she instantly saw through the disguise because, again, I guess she just uh-huh. has daredevil powers. And Lieutenant Stone is kind of an idiot. And, like, it's just, like, they really hammer this joke home. There are layers upon layers to this shitty fucking thing they do it's here. such yeah. a bummer of a way to end the episode. Yeah. And it it really was like, God damn it, really? We can't make it, huh? We can't make it through it without fucking up, like, super bad. I've got to stop letting myself expect <laughs> anything good. Because we were we were so like, oh, thank God we got through the Native American oh, shit. because it's a wacky, like, carefree, Rocky-based episode. Yeah, we love Rocky. This is going to be fun. And then we get, like awkward kind of badly handled disability lesson and then also like like fucking trust no one if like like yeah, the, that's the true. weird fucking trust lesson yeah and and then like on top and then we get the the transphobia right at the end and on top of that we didn't actually escape the bad net of american shit yeah because yeah. there was still a little taste of that in there Just it's a little bit th- this is a smorgasbord of fucking problematic horse shit Two uh, two last thoughts on the episode. Uh, one, Skull's makeup is good. I like Skull's makeup. Uh, wish they didn't make fun of it, but it looks nice. Second thing, um, it's been a pretty long time since we had an episode where, um, like, the Rangers meet a new friend, and it ends the episode with them all hanging out, like, and this is the new friend to the team, and then they're right. just never there again. And I had kind of forgotten, like, oh, yeah, we used to do this, like, every other episode, where this, it was, like... Simon <laughs> was saying that there's going to be a thing with, like, kind of like with the White Ranger, there's going to be a lot of, oh, is this person the Gold Ranger? Is this person? I wonder if Penny's going to be one of the fake-outs. I don't know. Yeah, God, I, I couldn't wish. find anything about, like, it's possible she's in multiple episodes. I couldn't find anything on... Because, again... Right. Like uh, like Mike said, Ranger Wiki's stuff is like even is really sparse this season for some reason. I don't know yeah. if it like gets better later. Um, but it was harder it's, to find stuff about weird, the big characters. Like, I I get that like the, the 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 general public kind of stops caring after Mighty Morphin, and even then after like sort of the first season of Mighty Morphin, basically. But like you would think the kind of Power Rangers fan who would want to edit a wiki would really care about Zio. The thing is, the Power Rangers Turbo movie was still pretty big. Like, it made about as much money as the first one. So that must mean people are still watching Zio, right? I'll, right. I'll have to do some some research into the the ratings and see if I can find... It's it's really hard for to find ratings from, like, 25 years ago, by the way. if Because I've tried. <laughs> um, unless... Because sometimes you can find, like... A local newspaper did an article on powering oh, sure. the Power Rangers phenomena, and their website is still up or whatever. But it's it's weirdly difficult to find that stuff. Um, I'll see if I can't look it up though. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's the episode. It's again we moved from one problem into another one. I feel like I was gonna say it's not as bad, but still bad, and then the end happens. 
Next episode is like some, I think a fun monster movie pastiche, but God, who knows at this point? Um, Rita yeah. and Zed are in it. Oh, hey. So like, I like that. Our old pals. <laughs> so, but who knows? Like, maybe something else awful happened. It's an Adam-focused episode, which I'm kind of glad that we're getting back to some of the, like, spotlight episodes, because uh, Tanya, Adam, and Rocky have really felt like they're over here, and then the people with stuff to do are over here lately, <laughs> like... So it's kind of nice to have them filling that out. Um, so yeah, that's the episode. Uh, I don't know. There's fun stuff, a lot of bad stuff. It's Power Rangers. We'll we'll keep going. I I swear to God, if we get to the end of this season and we're like, "Yep, that sucked ass," I'm just gonna I'm gonna fly Simon down. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm gonna do. Like make him eat some hot sushi. I don't know. I'll figure out something. What? That's the best you have. I don't really like. I was trying to think of a punishment that wasn't, like, really mean or violent, and I didn't come up with much. Hot sushi. The really, <laughs> truly sushi. fucked up thing, I, and, like, and, and sorry, I know you want to talk about hot sushi, which is just, it, it's just cooked fish. <laughs> yeah, that's, let's no, no, fucking no, no, it's real. spicy, let's, not hot, like, that's, that doesn't, oh, yeah. That's okay. even less, like, at least hot sushi's weird. <laughs> well, no, it's not, it's just fish. <laughs> God. So, but the really fucked up thing is, at least for me, I know, I know Luke wasn't, but at least for me, and I think, I think for most of the group as a whole, right up until we got to the episode about Tommy being really fucking sad, like the the fucking sad Tommy Marathon, like we were really positive on Zio. The first like 10 episodes were real fun. Yep. I I will say most of my like memories of watching Power Rangers as a kid are Zio because I was like a little older, like. Not older, but like I was like six or seven when Zio was on, and old enough to have memories. Yeah, I mean, like whenever I see on like BuzzFeed or or like a nerdier version of BuzzFeed, like the best Power Ranger arcs, the Gold Rangers always up there. So I mean, mm. maybe that's the good part, and we're just not there yet. Maybe. But also, we keep getting tricked, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, I can't wait till we find out Turbo's the best season. It's going to be so fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) It's just Uh, we don't have much further. Like, there's really nowhere to go but up. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, so we'll see how it goes. I I do want to say one thing. Okay. It would honestly make me really happy if Luke is right and we get to Turbo and we really enjoy it. Well, so here's what I'll say about Divatox. Uh... I know people hate Divatox because she's kind of like Rita, but a sh- but like even shittier in terms of like she's pettier and that she screams great. more. That sounds that's, great. That's actually, kind of where yeah. I was going with this is people are like, well, she's just like a petty like sea pirate and she just screams all the time and she's just like robs banks. And <laughs> as I list these things, so yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying is as I list these things, I'm like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> and, the, and the thing I hear a lot, and it's actually a thing you said earlier is like, people are just like, well, we, we were dealing with like emperors and conquerors and, and space wizards. And she's just a pirate. And I'm thinking like my favorite supervillain of all time is like a fucking efficiency expert. Yeah. From an office. <laughs> right. yeah. like, I, like who fucking cares if they're a, fun villain they're a fun yeah. villain and, and that's where like the thing is i get why 
you're like, we went from a galactic machine empire to like a lady who literally robs a bank. That's weird. And I get it. But also I'm like, yeah, but that sounds rad. Like that's real stupid. And it makes me happy. Yeah. <laughs> the best scene in the new Power Rangers movie is when Rita robs a jewelry store. So like, yeah. <laughs> and then the next best one is where she's eating donuts. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um. Uh, you know, that's the thing is is people say it's so silly, and I'm like, yeah, but I like that part, so we'll see. Yeah, silly is good. It's okay to be silly, guys. Silly, yeah, I agree. Silly, especially is good. when you're a show for small children. Yeah. Right. So, so silly is good. And next week, uh, the preview image is Tommy dressed up as Dracula. So, like, we got that at least. <laughs> yeah. Also, the idea that it wasn't silly already. Yeah. Yeah. That, Do I that need is to awesome. remind people about the pumpkin wrapper? Yeah. How? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, folks, again, up until we got to the fucking Sad Tommy seven-part marathon, I was really enjoying Zio. I wasn't enjoying it because it was dark and mature. No, it's because he's real goofy. The, uh, I My favorite episode this season was the puppet. God, he wasn't called the puppet blaster, was he? He was! Yeah, he Jesus, was. Jesus, what a name. <laughs> and even before he gets turned into a monster, he's Puppet Man. Yeah. Um, the only monster of the week I remember from Turbo was a guy who could, like, he was, like, a math monster who could change, like, numbers related to you. Like, he makes, I think he makes the Green Ranger weigh a lot, so he, like, just falls through the ground because it can't support his weight anymore. It's a weird show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds all right. Yeah. Uh, that, sure, that sure sounds like something from a show that was originally very silly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you've, so let's move on to, uh, questions. If you have a question, you can send it to us at teens with suit on Twitter. Teenagers with attitude is our Facebook group or teens with at gmail.com. Uh, Ton asks, which Power Ranger would look best with a mustache or mm. facial hair in general? Mm. Um, Adam. Adam would look good. I just thought. As I read this about Jason in a mustache, and it's making me very happy, but I don't think he would look good. I think no. he would look like a por- like a bad porn star. I was gonna say, I think <laughs> Jason could pull off the like shipwrecked look with like a full beard and like yes. no shirt and like tattered pants and like a weird curly mullet. I mean, honestly, Austin St. John, like, in real life has kind of got just a stubbly look going, and, like, that's fine for him. That looks pretty good. I I think him with just a mustache, though, there's something about someone that built with a mustache that makes me sort of uncomfortable. I feel like not a lot of people (laughs) can pull off just a mustache. Yeah, It's really, I feel like there's maybe something I should examine about why just a mustache makes me feel uncomfortable and if that's unfair or some kind of a weird stereotype so right. I, i'm trying to imagine each of the each of the the dudes with mustaches david yost with a mustache would probably look like a uh, uh like a 1970s cop tv show guy i was say he would look like gary oldman in the dark knight but like not <laughs> <laughs> See, so David Yost, if we can also add aviators, then he would be very good with a mustache. Yes. Yeah. I will um, say, I'll tell you who should never, under any circumstances, grow a mustache, and that is Steve Cardenas. Yeah. Like, okay. Never yeah. put. Do not. Do not put a mustache on Rocky. Yeah, I don't think that would work. I mean, like it wouldn't work for most of them. It would super not work for him. 
Yeah, he just needs some big fluffy sideburns. Did Jason David Frank have a goatee at one point? It seems like he would. That seems I... like something he would do. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm trying. Yeah, Zach um... would like uh, uh, Walter Jones would probably look good with a mustache. Yeah, I yeah, think I uh, could maybe see that. Okay, I've googled Jason David Frank goatee. Yes, he definitely had a goatee. Oh no! Yeah. At one point, he had that thing. That's like just from the bottom of your lip to your chin. Yeah, like a soul, oh, the soul patch. patch. Is that called a soul patch? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's bad. I don't like it. <laughs> um, so that doesn't work. Uh, I don't, I kind of, I think about it more. I think I want to see Jason the most. I think Billy might be the best though. I think that yeah. would work. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. think glasses help to round a mustache out. Also, it would help him look his actual age, <laughs> which is nice. Um, uh, Tana also has a second question. Would you rather see the Power Rangers in a gory slasher film or a raunchy teen sex comedy? Which works mm. better? I, I think I actually think both would work pretty well. The yeah. thing I'll say is that can you make a raunchy teen sex comedy that's not awful? Like, is that even possible? Yeah, I don't think it is. There's a, I feel like there's a reason those kind of have died out mostly. Yeah, like, I feel like the closest you could get and still be, like, good is, like, a like a breakfast club level where sex is talked about and maybe, a lo- you know, maybe get a little handsy, but that is it. Yeah, but, like, the American Pies, like, you don't, they don't make those anymore. For- it's weird to watch a movie about children doing sex. Or, or like, where literally the whole goal is, like, we want to fuck. Which yeah, is, so here's the yeah, thing. There's- they, those movies never stopped happening. They're just, like, being, like, I think for, like, the last, like, decade and change, they've been being made by, like, National Lampoon. And no one's really been paying attention to National Lampoon. Thought, like, they're the straight last- to DVD. Big one I can think of where like the goal is teen boy wants to do a sex is like super bad and that is like a ten year old movie. Well, there's blockers, but that's like yeah, spoofing. That's like it. yeah, like the yeah. whole idea is it's the parents trying to stop it and then right. like like it's kind of a deconstruction of it. So like yeah, it, it, yeah, and that's the thing is like when you pose the question, my gut reaction was, well, what about not another teen movie? And then I wait, oh wait, no, that's literally a parody. Yeah, <laughs> not, that's actually a pretty good movie. It might yeah. be the only one of those that like stands up at all. I don't know. So there, um, so there, there are a lot of parodies that stand up. It's just that's another genre that's been like really dragged into the ground, mostly by just like the same people cranking them out to diminishing returns. Yeah. So the reason I'm going to say gory slasher movie is because the, especially so I like horror movies a lot. The thing that defines slashers specifically for me, well, not defines, but one of the biggest characteristics is how stupid the characters are. And that that translates pretty well. Like, that is true. Could you not see any of the Power Rangers just being like, "What's that noise?" And then just yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that's true of both genres, really. I just feel like you would run into a problem when, like, like, like Jason Voorhees gets a lot less scary when you can summon a giant robot. Well, okay, I yes, that's true. I are we assuming they have their powers in either of these scenarios? I think so. I thought yeah. the assumption was no. Oh, I was but, like yes. Because I, I think Tom was just asking about the cast, wasn't he? 
Oh, see, I well, was thinking it, like it with says those... the Power Rangers. Oh, so. well, yeah, never yeah, mind. Yeah. Like you have a raunchy sex comedy. There's got to be a joke about how if this this Zord's a knockin', don't come a rockin'. Is that the order? There, yeah. there, like that. <laughs> that movie absolutely culminates in a "Make My Monster Grow" joke. Oh, like, yeah. there's no other way to end that. Yeah. Uh, god damn it! I mean, honestly, I always like it when people try to make a formula work in a different genre. So I would watch either. Um, but I just feel like I feel like. I guess it, maybe it's after we talked about this episode. I'm more wary of being like, yeah, let's do something that's always got a bunch of problems in it. <laughs> <laughs> Not that slasher movies yeah, don't. Yeah, I was going to say, really. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> um, the, the problem with like mashing Power Rangers into another genre is like, usually when you do that, you want to do it like you're, you're doing it to uh, mix things up with a genre that's gotten stale. Power Rangers has kind of been the only show like Power Rangers outside of Japan for Please the here, longest yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like outside of that really early glut, like glut where we got like VR troopers and shit. Like, I mean, I, so my answer to this is, is I think I would rather see the slasher film version. I just think it'd be funny to watch them uh, do the same dumb shit they do in the actual shit, but then get horribly murdered. Um, now, see, I'm I'm a wimp, and I can't do blood, and I can't do scary movies, so I would have to go with the sex comedy. That is fair. Uh, but what I was going to say is, like, if you're mashing them into another genre, I don't think the movie did it well, but, but like, Riverdaling Power Rangers would yeah. be really, f- really great in terms of, like, taking this goofy thing and, like, making it so serious it comes back the other way to goofy is like I would watch that. That would be sure. a fun time for me. Um yeah, I don't know. Can either of you think of another genre that would be a fun time? Uh hmm. sports movie. Now what's the sport? Uh giant robot fight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Battlebots. Yeah, yeah, like a real steel situation. <laughs> Yeah, but real big. Yeah, yeah, We're going to yeah. have to do a goddamn Real Steel bonus episode because we keep talking about it. I mean, it. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad thing. It's a good movie. Uh, but I'm... we don't watch good movies is well, the thing. maybe uh, we could for once. Excuse me, we watched Clock Stoppers this year, which is <laughs> an American classic. God, we did watch Clock Stoppers. <laughs> you made us watch Clock Stoppers. Clock That's the Stoppers. thing with Clock Stoppers. That, you, you thought that was going to be a fun treat for us. That was going to be a nice change of pace. I didn't necessarily think it was going to be a great movie. It was just, hey, I liked this movie as a kid. This will be fun and goofy. You were like, surely this will be better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, so, so, uh, okay. Well, that's that's our question for this week. Uh, Send send them in if you've got more. Um, Real quick, uh, I've gotten a couple people to send me messages, but if you are interested in playing some... um, uh, some Power Rangers battled for the grid with us. Uh, please send me a message on Twitter, uh, either to at Chinchy McChilla or at Teens with Tude. Uh, Teens with Tude is probably better. And just tell me, hey, I want to play some uh, some Battle for the Grid. And if I get enough people, uh, we'll we'll try to set something up. Um, uh, game's out as of this recording. So by the time oh, you hear geez. this, it'll be a couple weeks. Hopefully we'll start getting people rolling in and 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 we'll we'll try to do something. Uh, 
Other than that, check out AudioEntropy.com, where you can find lots of fun uh, podcasts. Uh, let's see. Uh, Luke, you got anything you want to plug? Plug? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com, like Totally Reprise, Let's Play, MCU Complete Me. Uh, I am still writing very long articles about... Actually, mm, I think by the time you're listening to this... I have written my last very long article about Kingdom Hearts. But you should read them, because they're they're fun, even though I don't understand half of them. (laughs) I mean, what's to understand? You got Sora, you got the Keyblade, you got the Dataverse. It's all very straightforward. (laughs) That actually might be the part where I got angry. For some reason, I think that was Ah! just where I was like... Really? I, I, which, it's not any more ridiculous than yeah, wait, anything wait, which else. Which part specifically? The, the, the data Sora. Just that whole thing. Like, for some <laughs> reason, even though it's not any more ridiculous than any of the rest of it, that was just my limit for whatever Okay, okay for, but here's the thing, Zach. Reason. I think that's more justified than most of the ass pulls that series does, because they're using technology based on Tron. That doesn't make it any better. Because for some Ansem reason. stole the Tron computer and studied it and learned how to replicate it, and they create they recreated Kingdom Hearts One in a Tron computer. It's so Tron weird. It. It's so weird that they put they did that that they were like, <laughs> which of these Disney movies can we use to have like a major plot point? I don't yeah. know. The most popular one, Tron. <laughs> Tron might honestly be the movie that matters the most to the Kingdom Hearts right, continuity. Because most of them don't. Most of the most Disney of them movies don't matter at all. Yeah. So well, and that's the thing is like the inclusion of Tron was like a big like fanboy moment. You know, like that was a that was a huge deal. It's like, hey, this one's for the fans. This is this is this is like Nomura gets to pick like his fucking favorite Disney movies. Now that the first one's a success, he gets to right, pick. We get, have to, his we get pick to go a little weird. They're not just classic Disney cartoons. We're doing Pirates of the Caribbean. We're doing Tron. Yeah. That's kind of my biggest bummer with three is they don't have one of those. Can yeah. I say I saw a screenshot of um, something that looked really new, like a Pirates of the Caribbean? Uh, yeah. Was was it only in two? No, it's in three. Oh, it is in three. Okay, so I was, I was gonna say do like another one. Like, got it. Going back to Pirates World isn't the same as doing another Pirates type. The thing. fidelity of Orlando Bloom's face and then Goofy makes yeah. me so upset in a way I can't <laughs> really explain. It is like, amazing, and I love it. <laughs> so uh, apparently, like the the Pirates of the Caribbean thing in in three is very very loosely based on the second and third movie. Yeah, mostly the third movie. And like, but doesn't get super deep into it, which is. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't want to spoil Kingdom Hearts three. I guess, but like, I mean, I really, I, I really hope that they went deep into it because, like, the second and third movie had all kinds of bullshit about keys and hearts. Like, yeah. like the whole the whole MacGuffin was this locked chest that had Davy Jones's heart in it. Right, and like. The plot of those two movies was bullshit. Like, that was a movie where they made the action set pieces first and then figure out the plot later. Like, yeah. famously so. Like, that wasn't... They were talking about that pretty openly by the time they, either one of them came out. But, like, whatever plot there was revolved pretty much entirely around keys and hearts. And I remember p- watching those movies in the theater, because yeah. I'm an idiot, yeah, and being same. like, wow, it's going to be so great when they pull this shit in Kingdom Hearts, because it hey. ties into everything. Hey, do you remember how Pirates of the Caribbean 3 opens with a mass execution? 
Yeah, I do. I do remember that. And like there's a child in line to be hanged and he starts singing a pirate shanty. uh, And slowly all the other uh, people being executed join in the song. And like one of the guards runs breathless to the evil governor guy. He's like, sir, (laughs) they've started to sing. Those movies are bad. Yeah, that whole anyway, thing's um, fucked up. Mike, do you have anything you wanted to plug? Uh, yeah, okay, a couple things. Uh, one, I want to plug uh, my Twitter, at MikeLovesRabbit. Uh, two, I don't think Luke ever actually got to say where his Kingdom Hearts articles were. Oh, yeah, it's at bit.ly slash heart, I, I, heart, all lowercase. Yeah, they're very good. And Thank you. I, folks, if you, if you appreciate Luke's uh, skill that we always have him back for, where he takes absolute fucking nonsense and manages to spin some kind of logic out of them, like, his articles on Kingdom Hearts are going to be right up your alley. <laughs> yeah, there's, like, earnest and not just me just being an asshole, like I am <laughs> on this show. Yeah. Uh, the third thing is, uh, I want you all to go to audioentropy.com and go to the Going Pear Shape page. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. for the first time in over a year, uh, Matt and I recorded an episode. We wound up recording it on April Fool's Day. Uh, we were actually planning on doing it sooner and then maybe releasing it for April Fool's Day, but some shit happened. That would have been fun. But, uh, you know, we, but I mean, whatever. It's it's not much of a goof anyway. We were like we just basically recorded an episode of Going Pear Shape because we hadn't done that in a long time. We felt like hanging out. The joke is, you did an episode. <laughs> and no one yeah, basically. That. <laughs> so yeah, uh, go go check that out. If you if you're one of the like five people who actually listened to Going Bear Shape when we regularly did it, and you miss it, like hey, there's a new episode. And you know maybe your RSS feed you know didn't tell you because the last time we put an episode was maybe when you like was maybe like two phones ago. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe you thought your RSS feed was lying to you. <laughs> you should go check it out. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, hey, if, if you like bring back that show in full, which, you know, I know Matt's a busy guy. That might not be happening. Uh, but can I suggest a reboot? You change it to going bear shaped. What? Okay, why? but why? Because <laughs> it sounded better in my head. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't ready for the why question. <laughs> well, <laughs> Damn, they interrogated my idea in any capacity yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, I wasn't ready like for we- that. It's not like we asked you to get deep. We were just like, how come that? (laughs) All right. Because it rhymes. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Thanks, everybody. Uh, I initially thought you were going for a sex thing, and I was like, wait, but no, that doesn't what? That doesn't follow. No, I just thought it'd be funny to change it to a different word that rhymes with pear. Chair-shaped. Well, no, but bear also is like spelled almost the same. It's just changing one letter. (laughs) Okay. That's it for us this week. Uh... (laughs) Come back next week and, I don't know, half that, it looks like half the episode's in black and white. That's, that's gotta be fun. Oh, yeah, that's how you know it's artsy. I bet it'll be fun. Um, I'm Zach, oh, wait, hold on, that's not how this goes. 14 issues with attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Luke. I'm Mike. (laughs) And may the power protect you always.